Red Sky at Night, Jamie, by Alex Guest. I'll never forget the taste of smoke. The old barn burned down last night. You wouldn't believe how many people are talking about it. It's like they all knew the thing. Like it was family or something. Oh, Jamie, did you hear? The barn burned down last night. Isn't it awful? Yes, Mum. I know. I live in this house too, and we all saw it burning last night. You're not the only one who noticed. When she told me, I could still see the smoke rising on the hill. <laughs> I almost laughed. I could still smell burning hay and timber, and she was asking me if I'd heard about it. I mean, I get it. When there's no news, people will jump on a good story. There's no such thing as private matter when everyone knows everyone else. If Hannah, from down the road, gets in trouble and her dad threatens to arrest her again, we know about it in 12 hours. If Matt, from the farm, lets just a couple of friends know that he and Megan are planning on having a baby together, we know about it in six. Gossip in this town is a virus. It rolls from people's tongues like smoke, choking anything that comes too close. What's secret is a matter of who you trust. What's private is a matter of opinion. You know what gets me the most about this place? Yeah, I, I know you're thinking it's the lack of privacy or, hell, it's the lack of a good coffee shop, but that's not it. It's the quiet. When I'm alone, when I'm in my room or in the fields or at the pub, there's silence. There's white noise, but it doesn't mean anything. The only thing that means anything in this town is gossip. And even that barely does anything to cover up the deafening silence. I guess that's the point of the countryside. Whenever something changes, whenever a, a family from the city moves in at the edge of town or a barn burns down, we can all connect. I think. You know, I think that people here seek that out. Everyone wants gossip because it reminds us that no matter how rubbish our lives may be, we can still connect to everyone else here on some surface level. The sound of fire engines in the distance and the sight of smoke curling on the horizon is a relief to people in the countryside. A beacon on the horizon to talk about, to cover up the quiet. I don't like the quiet. It gives me too much space to think, to consider my future, as my parents would say. To think about who I am, who I want to be. They don't understand that I can't see. I can't be one of those people. I just can't. That old milk lady has the right idea. Get out of here and retire somewhere warm and sunny. Leave the caves and find somewhere new I need to leave. I need to run to the hills and escape all the people and all of the gossip. But I'm scared. It's hard, you know. Growing up in a place like this, dealing with stuff and having nowhere to turn to. But without this place, 
I don't know. I hate this town. I hate the gossip, but I can't leave because I'm just terrified about what the rest of the world would do to someone like me when I can't even tell people here that I... Yeah, I know things can be bad out there, but living here, like this, it's almost worse. You think I'm feeling sorry for myself, I bet. But I'm not. Honestly, I'm not. You just don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, I can't think like this. It's the silence again. I can't stand it. It gets into my ears and makes me think and I hate it. I hate it. None of this matters. What matters is me getting a job. Getting a job in this place so that I can make some money and make my parents happy. So I can stop being a burden on them. So I can be more like my sisters. <laughs> I wish. None of those things are going to be happening anytime soon. Nothing here is right for me. Underqualified, they say. Overqualified, they say. Why did you get an English literature degree, they say. And I say... Come to think of it, that might be why I never get a second interview. Food for thought. They say it's useless, that I'll never get anywhere with it. But how is an 18-year-old meant to decide his whole future? How can you go up to him and say, Decide what your interests are. This will control the next 60 years of your life, at the same time as telling him that he's too young to know who he really is. Too young to get a tattoo without regretting it. Too young to know for sure what he wants. Too young to make decisions about what I want. About what he wants. Too young to know what he wants. Six years since uni and what have I got to show for my fantastic degree? Decades worth of debt, no job and parents that won't get off my back. They tell me... Your siblings all found jobs, so why can't you? Angelica got a job locally, so why can't you? We all became helpful members of society, so why can't you? We all managed to be normal, so why can't you? Dan manages to be a well-behaved boy, so why can't you? They want me to be a well-behaved boy. Well, they don't understand that I can't be that. And not the well-behaved part. I can manage that. Probably. It's that word. That word they've been calling me for my whole life and I can't escape it. Everywhere I go. Never mind the gossip. That word is more like a virus than anything else in this town. They think that because some doctor looked at a newborn baby for two seconds, that's who I am. But they were wrong. They're all wrong. I'm a girl. I'm a girl. I'm a girl and it feels good to say that. I've been a girl my whole life. I'm not broken. I'm not defective. I'm just me. How am I supposed to tell my family that though? They think I'm a boy. The whole world thinks I'm a boy. If I told anyone the truth, told them how I really feel, who I really am, would they understand? Would they care? Would they think I was lying or confused or, or just insane? Would they think it was a joke? 
to my family, I'm their son, I'm their brother. How would they react knowing that I'm neither of those things? Would they throw me out or send me to therapy or call me a liar or call me a freak? How could they accept someone like me? How can I expect them to accept someone like me when they can't even accept a barn burning down? How can I expect them to keep it a secret? The barn didn't even mean anything. It was just a building, a landmark. I'm a person. If I told everyone the truth, they'd burn me to the ground. It wouldn't be malicious. It'd just be fear of the unknown, and there's a lot of that here. They would burn me until I was an empty shell of what I used to be. Not because they're bad people, but because they don't understand. They think that everything in this town stays the same forever. They think barns stay the same, jobs stay the same, people stay the same. When something changes, everyone panics. <laughs> I mean, listen to me. I grew up here. It's just a barn, but even I can't stop talking about it. Because it changed. It was one thing, and then it was another. Everyone keeps talking about the barn, about how terrible it was and how it was so dramatic and such a tragedy and how could anyone do such a thing? But I just wanted to watch the thing burn. It lit up the hilltop like a beacon. The whole town could see it. For the first time in a long time, I started to breathe. And I tasted smoke. People have always explored beyond the caves they were born in. And I won't let fear hold me back. Jamie was performed by Ollie Mott, directed by Tinica Craig, for Pentapus Theatre Company's Young Writers Group. <laughs>